for once in a lifetime. You need to never stop improving. The constant focus on individual growth. How will you be financially free? Welcome to the Empower Podcast. All right, guys. Thanks so much for jumping on to another weekly success call. Hopefully, my boom mic is not showing anymore, and you guys can all see me okay and kind of pick up what I'm laying down. This week's a little bit different. We have a little bit of a different strategy and structure to it. That's why I'm super grateful that I see a lot of heavy hitters on here. Um, we've got Tom Morrow who just popped in. We've got Kaiden on here. We've got Meyer, Carson again, Brandon Bailey, Mana. We have a bunch of guys who are kind of the OGs, kind of the goats that are throwing down huge numbers. And I wanted to interview one of the future goats, in my opinion. And one of the guys that right now is on the cusp of greatness. And I think that with a few more weeks and a little bit of advice, a little bit of um, guidance, he really will be one of those guys. And he's been doing it all himself. He doesn't really have too many setters. He doesn't have a lot of help as far as that goes. I know he's really working hard trying to rip his own deals. And a lot of those are self-gen deals. So who we're interviewing today is T. Hutch, Tyler Hutchinson. If Tyler, will you come on the screen, dude? Will you take your camera off and unmute your mic and everything? What's up, Jake? What's up, dude? I'm so glad you're here. So guys, the reason I want to interview Hutch is for a lot of different reasons. Hutch is one of my all-time favorite people. Um, I've been friends with him for like probably 10 to 15 years now. We kind of grew up together in a sense. And over the last couple of years, became closer and closer. And then over the last year, when he kind of got recruited here and started working here, we became a lot closer. And I just think the world of him, I really think he's a great guy that has a really, really bright future. And so I'll let him kind of introduce himself, where he's from, what he's done the last 24 years of his life, however old he is, and present himself that way. And then we'll jump into why, in my opinion, he's a great guy to interview. So Hutch, who are you, dude? Thanks, Jake, for the uh, little introduction. Uh, it's pretty, pretty excited to be chatting with you guys. When Jake called me and told me this, I was like, following up after Mana's sixteen or seventeen or whatever, and Carson's fifteen. It's uh, I'm a, a little confused, um, but I'm from Highland, Utah. I went to Lone Peak with Jake and Chandler Russ and a bunch of the guys that you'll see. Um, grew up playing soccer. I ended up playing a little soccer at BYU. That's where I'm finishing my finance degree this semester. About graduated, graduating in April. Uh, did Greenex last summer with Chan, the other guys, doing some pest control sales. Went super well, loved it. Um, and then decided that there's, uh, there's grass is greener on the other side of the hill. So Moved over here with our team, and it's been going ever, you know, pretty well since. That's awesome. And, Hutch, that's one of the reasons I wanted to interview you is because I think you're very sharp intellectually, right? You've got some good sell experience from Green X and Pest Control, and now you're coming over here to sell solar, and it hasn't really been kind of like a walk in the park always, right? It's been a little bit of a learning well, curve, a little bit of a struggle, but you've definitely made leaps and bounds and you've done great work. And I think a lot of people are in shoes similar to yours right now. 
Whereas when I say that, um, essentially, there's a lot of people that are trying to reach success or trying to reach greatness that are on the cusp. And I think sometimes when they hear from a Carson Law that just threw down 16 deals last week or a Mana or a Tom or whoever else, like a Meyer that can close deals with eyes closed, like it sometimes feels unrealistic for them or unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. And I, th I think it'd be cool to hear from you, whereas, dude, you are, in my opinion, going to be that guy 100% in four to five months from now. Like, I don't doubt it at all. If I put my money on it, I think you will be in the top 10 reps in the company, maybe top five by the end of the year. And so saying that, I think that they can really learn from you and like the, the changes you've made the last four to five weeks and what you've done differently, what you've observed, what you've learned from and kind of use that into their own game to try and become one of those top dogs. I know for sure, sometimes Carson, Mana, all those guys we've talked about already, they all were in the same shoes that you were in and that I was in. But if it was a year ago or two years ago or whatever, sometimes it's hard to remember exactly what it felt like to be in those trenches. And then for you, that was kind of three weeks ago, right? Four weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a learning curve and I feel like I still sometimes leave meetings where I'm like, man, if I, you know, if I understood that better or if I, if I spoke Spanish better, you know, bottom line, I always, I still leave meetings thinking, oh, I should have said that or like Kaiden or Mana, they would have, they would have absolutely closed that deal. So I think you definitely have to, you know, give yourself some time, be patient with yourself because uh, I mean, they went through the same learning curve, right? Everyone does. Um, coming from pest control, it's a completely different sale. Like, the less the less pest control you know, like the better you'll do because you, you just can't you can't push someone into it. You can't just you know get them all hyped up and they'll cancel the next day. So I'm learning that, and I'm trying to you know kind of mix the the salesmanship with just being uh, a casual good with people and it's in the last few weeks it's really started ramping up it's doing a lot and I'm doing a lot better um, than I think the first couple weeks for that aspect dude for sure I mean you're kind of going through that learning curve refining fire solar coaster the last month so guys yes, just to kind sir. of recap Hutch you've been here for this you're in your sixth week right with the company out selling uh, yes and you set your first two weeks, and then you've been closing the last four, or what did you kind of do? Yeah, um, so I set, I really only set my first week. Um, and I, my first deal I closed on the Saturday of my first week, and that was about a month ago. Um, and since then, I think I've, I closed my 10th deal yesterday. So in the last four weeks, you've closed 10 deals, right? Four and a half, yeah, this is like the fifth week so nice yeah. so you're doing at least two a week sometimes three right yeah the last three weeks have been I think uh, three a week um, so it's, it's been getting better which is crazy because if you think about that if you just do three a week that's 12 bills a month right and I mean if you're working 10 months out there it's 120 deals yeah, I know. When you put it in perspective like that, you realize, um, you know, it's not that. It's a pretty good job, right? It's a pretty um, good job. It is still crazy to see these big guys putting up, you know, double digits in a week. And I think, 
it's great that they're doing that because it sets the bar high where you know like that's that's attainable um but it's important not to get down on yourself if you're closing two deals a week because if you're doing two deals a week i mean you're going to be a very very successful happy person dude a hundred percent think about that i mean if you can stay out there for eight or nine months you will hit a hundred deals and you will probably have about 80 installs that's a tesla Right, that's I mean, a that's, that's a Tesla. A that's Bora. Tesla, that's right. That's the Bora Bora trip. That's the plus one to Bora Bora. That's the Mexico trip. That's winning incentives. That's getting a large paycheck. That's still really, really good. But obviously, we do want to try and reach those great heights. Yeah. And so I texted the manager chat today, and I said, "Hey, I want a lot of you guys on there that are the heavy hitters. Like, I want Mana on there. Like, I want Myers on there." I want Brandon Bailey, I want Carson Laws, I want these guys to come on because in my opinion, you are them six months ago to a year ago. And so I want this call to be a lot more interactive if we could than maybe our previous calls. And I want, I want to hear feedback from, from the guys that they know I trust them, right? I want to interview and I want to ask you questions. I want these guys to interview you a little bit and throw some questions in and also some advice maybe for you and kind of make you slightly the puppet slash poster child of what's happening and what could be your future. So I'm going to try and get you to have advice from 10 different people to all try and help you specifically. And hopefully everybody else is in your shoes that just finished their first month. They have 10 to 12 deals in, they made 60 to 80 grand, right? From those 10 deals depending on how they went. So they still made good money. But how do you take it to that next level, and how did you do it? Because, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but Hutch, did you go a week without closing anything, or did you, like, did you have a couple rough weeks there? There was. So I closed a deal my first week on Saturday. The whole next week um, was the solar coaster, man. I was, like, self-genning, setting, learning how to do it. I had a deal that canceled the next morning and just things were like right on the fence but nothing was going over and I was just getting so frustrated man like everyone was failing credit everyone had like holes in their roof like it just seemed like it's not it's not as all it's all rainbows right mm -hmm. um so that week was definitely a huge learning week I probably spoke with you know Bonnie from the pace program like 30 times trying to figure out how pace works um I spent a lot of hours that week just trying to get answers to questions. I literally had no idea how it worked. Um, since then, everything's gone a lot, a lot smoother. So I think it does take time to put in the effort to learn how this solar thing even works, right? <laughs> so you went through the solar coaster that week, and you were trying to self-gen, but people were failing credit like crazy. People were, there was roof issues, right? You couldn't set people up for and then at the end of the week, you did something change that week or was it the next week or when did things start changing and what did you change? Um, I remember on a, I think it might've been the next week or on a Monday, I think after the week that didn't go so well, I was, you know, I hit the doors a lot earlier. Um, I pulled like, I think it was six bills that day and then I self-gened one of them that, that night. Um, and it was like a 13 K commission deal and it was like, it was like night and day difference and you start, you start to stop being so, so petty and, and worried about like the, the rough days, because if you can step into a day 
and literally set yourself up for a potential, you know, 13, 20 grand in commission. Like there's no other industry you can do that. So you kind of have a little paradigm shift where you recognize the, the potential and you stop to, you know, stop being a, a you know, a little yes. <laughs> so for you, was it just a mindset change? Is that all you need to do? Like, were you doing something wrong in your closes? Were you in the wrong neighborhoods or was it just a mindset shift? Um, I was probably doing something wrong because I don't know. He probably probably just was, but it's definitely more anything than mind mindset. Just being calm and collected. Nice, dude. So you started waking up earlier, getting the doors earlier. So you doubled down your efforts, right? I definitely definitely worked harder that week for sure. Getting up earlier, I'm still working on, but yes, <laughs> doubling down the efforts, getting out a lot earlier. Yep. Dude, I think that's like honestly one of the biggest things that reps do wrong is when you have a bad week, your next week is worse, right? Because you don't double down the effort. It's really hard to come back from a really rough week to say, you know what, next week I'm going to put more hours in. I'm going to be on the doors longer. I'm going to focus more. I'm going to study docs more. I'm going to ask more questions. Like that's really, really hard to do from a really, really bad week to start over to a new week. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that for sure. I think I'm, I mean, I'm new to sales. Like, I've literally been doing this for a couple months now. Like, Green X was a summer. This was a month of this. Like, uh, as far as being tough-skinned and all that, like, I don't, I don't know how to do it super well. Like, I'm figuring it out. The better I get at it, you know, the more success I'm seeing. So it's obviously worth it. But, you know, doubling down when days go bad is is – it's freaking hard, dude. I'd rather go to McDonald's and just sit in the sip parking on lot. a soft drink, man. <laughs> right? So that's what I want to kind of throw out the question to a lot of these guys is, guys, how do you, some of you heavy hitters that I've mentioned or anyone else that has an insight here, when you're having that bad week and you need to double down the next week and need to forget about it or you need to motivate yourself or like what are some tricks you could give a new closer? Like what, what are some things you could tell them, hey, when I had a bad week or if I have a bad week, this is what I do. These are the habits that I get into. These are what I do when I get home on Sunday. Or this is how I restart my week. Guys, what advice do we have right now for Hutch? He's already kind of figured it out, but there's a lot of people on the call that maybe haven't, right? So what are some things we can say? Because I think that's a huge, huge issue in the company is you have a bad week, and how do you start over and forget about it? Hopefully people can hear me or will give me some feedback. Just thinking about something real quick. Brandon Bailey is good at this. Yeah, I do. Uh, a thought did come to my mind, guys. Um, I've listened to a podcast as my wife and I were moving out here to California just uh, a week ago. And it's by this guy named Shane Charlieu. And I don't know if I might be butchering his last name, but he's a famous snowboarder and, and uh, videographer. And he, they went out one day with all the boys out to go ride and, and snow machine or snowmobile, however you want to call it, go snowboarding. It was super cloudy, and they had made a big trip to go out and they made this big journey to go have this sick day. It was really cloudy, and everyone was kind of complaining. And, and Shane, you know, he just looks over, he's like, it's always sunny above the clouds, you know? Like, it's always sunny above the clouds. And I think having that mentality... 
of like, even though you're having a tough day or you, you got no showed or there's a cancel, like there's always sunshine around the corner, like greener grass, like, you know, we may have seen. And so just, just remembering that and, and, uh, something that I did like physically, like specifically when I had like a no show last year when I was working, I would just go to the doors. Like I would go straight to the doors, straight back to work. Cause I know I would get a small win and each small win fueled my fire to have those big wins. Like, like, uh, Hutch was saying like that 13 K, you know, that those are, those are big wins. And so if you can get a bunch of small wins and capitalize on those and just remember it's sunny above the clouds, I think we'll be all right. You know? Dang. I love that. Brandon Bailey. Thanks so much. That's exactly the insight I want from some of you guys. So for you, what you do is you try and just get out there and get rid of that negative energy to try and get some good energy immediately and start knocking doors and have some small wins. You don't just sit in your car and let it marinate for an hour, right? You don't just sit right. on it. Yeah, you gotta like, you gotta move on. You know, you can't sit in there and, and have like that pity party here. I mean, I've had days when I've like sat in my car and like screamed bloody murder for a couple seconds and then got out and went and knocked some doors. Like, it's hard, you know, and you have those times and it's good to release some energy, but just as quickly as you possibly can, go get back on the doors, go do some, maybe some follow-ups on closes from last week, just get back out there and, and there's going to be small wins. Awesome. That's great insight. So Hutch, you came back and you had that bad week and you went into a good week and then ever since then you've been consistently closing two or three a week, right? This week, yeah. it's Friday today. Have you had any closed deals this week yet? Um, I'm at two this week. Uh, I got two good set, sits today. I'm hoping, hoping they both go through, but you know, at least one. Um, so, uh, hopefully, I hit my goal of another three this week. So, you want a three spot again? Well, Hudge, something I would ask you is: the last couple of weeks, you've been doing three or two or three. Now that you've kind of got your feet wet, does it seem to be getting easier? Like, is your life getting easier? Is it getting harder? How do you feel like you're doing right now? This week was a little different. The last week, I we had a lot of new setters, and so I did go to a lot of meetings um, that were set for me. This week, I've uh, I spent a lot more hours on the doors. I've I mean, I've I think I've pulled eleven or twelve bills this week, um, trying to like fill up that funnel because I didn't have anyone setting them for me. Um, so this has been a, this has been a kind of time, time consuming, hard work week. Um, and so it's kind of different. You gotta, gotta roll the punches. I feel like, cause some weeks you'll have things come your way, either through setters or just fall into your lap and other weeks you gotta kind of go get them. Um, this week I feel like, you know, it's, it's working out well, but I'm putting in more time actually on the doors than I have in weeks prior. So it, it kind of evens out, I feel like. Dude, so that's one thing I would, I would want to talk about too is self-genning. A lot of these guys have a lot of setters, but self-genning is where you can make a ton of money and really gain momentum. I, I love self-genning. I really do. I remember the week I closed eight deals, self-genning was like one of the most fulfilling weeks of my life because I felt like it was all on me right? It was on my shoulders. I had no one else to blame or to not blame for my success. And so if any of you guys are self-genny right now, that's the best time to really figure out what you're made of. It really is. When you have people throwing appointments on your schedule left and right, you have no choice but to go to them. But when you're self-genny, that's when the rubber meets the road. And that's when you need to make some hard choices 
and figure out who you are and kind of dig deeper and have some really, really good weeks. So I want some more advice for anybody that's self-gen before, and this again goes to Carson or Tom or Meyer, I don't know, Mona, whoever else is on here, I can't really see all the names, but whoever else is on here, I want some advice. When you were self-genning or the weeks that you are self-genning, how do you handle your schedule maybe or your mindset or what are some like goals you try and reach bills wise or hours wise? Just what's any advice you have for a self-gen guy? If you are new to closing, you're gonna be self-genning and you're probably listening to this call thinking, man, it's up to me to set my own appointments and close my own deals. What advice do we have for somebody that's self-genning? Jake, this, oh, this is Kaiden. Kaiden. Rob. Never mind, Rob. Go ahead, dude. You're the man, no, dude. No, you go first. <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead and go for it. I got an appointment here in a few minutes. But uh, Tyler, I'm super proud of you, dude. It's been nice to get to know you, and it's good to hear you on this interview. But yeah, I, you know, I've been self-genning for almost a year now. I started last May, and it's a it's a roller coaster for sure. You have really good weeks, and you have really hard weeks. You know, this week's been a tough one for me. I still don't have a close. I just went and had. Uh, three sits this morning and planted some good seeds, but they just were not ready to sign. But yesterday I dedicated the whole day to pulling bills and ended up yanking out 10 of them. And so I pulled 10 bills yesterday and uh, just feeding that funnel is so important. So sometimes you just got to take a day and focus on, on your setting and pulling some bills, getting some appointments. And just the key is putting in those hours, feeding the funnel and, and just working hard and it's super important, kind of like Brandon was saying, even after, you know, you go through a sit, maybe they didn't sign or maybe they did. If you got a few minutes, go hit the doors. The other night I had a really good sit. It was like 7.30 at night. I got done. The neighbor guy, I saw him stand out there in the dark. He, uh, he was just next door. and I thought, I got to go talk to him. So I went and talked to him and ended up pulling his bill at 30 at night. So there are just little things like that as a self-generate. Those, those hours of knocking are so valuable. And any opportunity you can find to do that is so important. And uh, it's it's so worth it, though, I tell you. You know, it's, as hard as this is, the roller coaster you go through, when you finally get those closes, you're like, ah, oh, there it is. And uh, when those paychecks start rolling, it makes it all worth it. So just hang in there. Just keep working hard. Feed that funnel, and it will come to you. So, Rob, kind of what I gathered from that was you sometimes just take a day and just go back to setting. You just go set hard for a full day. Yeah, that's what I did uh, yesterday. A lot of times as a self-general, I mean, you just got to put the appointments where you can. But yesterday, a couple fell through, and so I had the whole day to knock. So I took one of our team members out with me, and we just spent uh, six hours on the doors. And uh, we just had a good day. It's not always that good, but I, I had a good day. We're, we're exploring, testing the, the, the Napa area. So we're up in Napa pulling some bills. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was a good day. Uh, so but you do have those days where I knocked five hours and uh, at least four hours and didn't get one bill. I'm usually an hour of bill. Uh, I get a bill once an hour. But I've had those days where, man, I've knocked for hours and didn't get anything, and that can be discouraging. But yesterday, it all came back to me. So that's, it kind of all levels out. That's great advice. I think that getting advice from these guys is so, so valuable. Kaiden, what were you going to say? Kaiden's one of the OGs, the greatest self-genes there is. Yeah, so I and definitely I don't say this to like lay down a law or anything like that, but I love that this conversation is going towards time management. Time management, I feel like, is what separates the really good 
self-generous from the ones that are just so-so, right? That's what will take you to the next level. I remember when Brandon sat us down, Jake, and showed us, I think it was Ty Williams' million-dollar schedule, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. It was Ty Williams at Vivint, who's the freaking man for sure, but um, he showed us that schedule, and it was crazy. It was literally insane how much this guy, what he was doing and how his day was broken down. And I, I looked at that, and I thought, well, that's great, but I just want to simplify that. And so just what I do when I'm self-genning, my schedule and the way it works, and I, again, like, you guys do whatever you want, right? But this is what I do, and this is, I, I have found a little bit of success. Um, I, I break it down into days and hours, right? So you want to make sure that there are days, just like how Rob said, there are days where you dedicate that day to setting, and there are days where you dedicate those days to closing deals because it just makes sense with the layout of the week. So on a Monday is a Saturday, right? You're waking up Monday, you're ready to work, and you're setting, and I set a goal in my mind to at least set five appointments that day on a Monday, and then if I could do some same days, I do them in the evenings when it's dark. Another part of that, the other, another part of my time management regimen is I never ever set appointments when it's prime time for knocking, right? So you just want to keep keep your appointments in the evenings when it's dark, when you can't be knocking, or earlier in the morning. Um, it's the best when you can run into like an older couple who you know is going to be there early in the morning, and you can take care of that one. Um, but the idea is that on a Monday you set five, on a Tuesday you set two. On a Wednesday, you set two. On a Thursday, you hit it hard again on Throwdown Thursday and set another five. And on a Friday, you set two. And on a Saturday, you close all day. You tie up all loose ends. You don't set any. And then throughout those days, you're obviously squeezing in your, your appointments, right? But if you can keep that as the base of set five, two, two, five, two, every single day throughout the week, you're going to have a good, good top of the funnel where you can take your time to to close those deals and set up and you'll learn as you go like where to set those appointments if they should be in the evenings if they should be at 10 o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning whatever you'll find kind of your best place in the day to set appointments but as long as you're just focusing on the on the five two two five two um you're gonna be a lot better off dude i love that that is like straight up million dollar advice that kyan just gave and guys know that kyan and i we started this there's a lot of times, the reason Brandon showed us that schedule is because we were not good at following a schedule, right? Like, Kai and I had a lot of growing where we would wake up, go to the gym, hang out. Like, we had to learn how to manage our time. And I love that you brought that up because that is the simplest way to have success. That means you're going to pull 16 bills in a week. And if you have a 25% close ratio, you'll have four closed deals, right? It's, that's really just the science behind it. And I know Kaiden lived, like he lived true to that. He really did. I love what he said about setting appointments not in the evening time. When I'm not knocking, if it's six o'clock, I'm on the doors. If it's seven o'clock, I'm on the doors. I'm only going to set appointments there if my schedule is so booked. There's no other times. I'm always going to try and push them to a 8.30 and 9, even a 10 p.m. if I have to and have a little bit later closes. Hutch, have you tried to do that at all as you self-gen this week? Oh, did we just lose Hutch? No, he's on here. Hutch might be answering. Uh... Sorry, can you hear me now? Yeah, I was just going to ask you, what have you been doing this week as you've been self-genning? You've already closed two. So obviously you're doing pretty well. You still have two more days or another day. What have you been doing with your schedule? 
that's a good question. I feel like a lot of it comes down to, I really like what Kain was saying. I think giving it that structure is maybe something I, I, I like. I might apply that next week because I really didn't have a firm, firm schedule on what I wanted to follow as far as like knocking and setting. And I just kind of, whenever there's time to set, like I just want to crank out as many as I can. Um, so, I mean, yesterday I was able to set for a three or so hours. I'm usually pulling a bill about every a little bit less than an hour a bill, um, which has been super helpful to be able to pull bills in the morning and be able to have three appointments in the afternoon. Um, so it's a little different from Kaiden where maybe he pulls bills all one day and then has maybe a fuller schedule the next day. Uh, I think I might like that approach. I would typically been every day is try and pull bills in the morning and close them at night and kind of repeat. Um, but I haven't found out what exactly works the best yet. Dude, I think that those are all like great insights. I really do. And then you and that's what's cool about self-genning is, and this job in general is a lot of it is what works best for you. Guys like Kyan, he knows what works best for him and he's seen it work well for a lot of other people. That's a good place to start. And then I'm trying to tweak that as time goes on and make edits. I think even if you self-gen all day Monday, you still can throw appointments in your schedule Monday night, right? In the evening yeah. times. You can sell some same days and then some following up the next days. Um, what I would like to do is I remember I used to always try and be on the doors for three hours in the morning from like a nine to noon when I really got my schedule dialed in and made some changes. I would say if I can go nine to noon to get three hours a day on the doors in the morning, I will have success. That's like what I knew for sure. And so that's one thing that I kind of live by is always knock for three hours a day, minimum in the morning, and then things fall through in the afternoon, knock more then, but minimum knock those three hours. And I'll fill my funnel, pull on three in the morning, and usually two or three in the afternoon time. So that's some great insight. Hutch, I'm curious, the expectations that you had coming into the job and what the reality has been, how far off are we? Are, are, is it close? Is it way off? Or is it kind of what you thought it would be? Um. It's super interesting to look back at it because with Greenix, with Pest, I had like my weeks and my, my numbers like scheduled out, right? Like my goals. Um, and I did well. Like I had a great summer, but I did not hit those goals. Like I was so far from them. Um, with this, the month of January for me was all going to be pure setting. And in February, I only scheduled out to have closed, I think, five deals. Um, and so I'm at nine in February right now, so I've I've surpassed what my goal was, and hopefully by the end of this week I'll have doubled it already. Um, and so, as far as expectations, like I'm I'm super stoked to realize like the goals that I've set that I felt were pretty lofty are a lot more attainable than than I'm thinking. So I'm kind of doing some reevaluation. Think, all right, if I'm hitting these goals, if I put in you know more time, more effort, what goals are attainable? Um, it's nice to know that Jake wasn't telling us a bunch of lies the whole off season. So, um, we always had that in the back of our mind, man. No one, no one knew the truth. Um, but it's been going super well and more than anything, it's been going super well for some of the guys I brought out with me. Some of my close friends that really need this to go well and they're killing it. So I'm, I'm stoked to see other people having tons of success. That's good to hear. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we're kind of under-promising and over-delivering. Guys, that's a concept you want to bring into your whole life with customers, with relationships, with work, with recruiting. 
underpromise and overdeliver will grow. It will actually help you. And so Hutch, you've actually closed. Your goal was to close how many in February? Five. Uh, it was like it was one deal a week for the first two weeks, and two deals a week for the next two weeks. Okay, and so and uh, it's week. I guess the beat. I mean, it's. I'm not sure, but I've yeah, I've passed that goal by a little bit so far. Dude, I mean, it's February 19th, and you've got nine closed deals, so you're doing about a deal every other day, at this point. So that's yeah. that's pretty awesome. I it's mean, been, I think it's been a good month so far. I hope to keep it going like that. That's good to hear. Kind of transitioning from that. Guys, it's really important as a self-gener or as a setter that you have, or as a closer, sorry, that you have goals, that you're actually chasing something, that you're going for something. And there's often been times, I think, for almost everyone here when you've had to reevaluate your goals, when you've had to kind of say, hey, I actually shot myself a little bit too low or a little bit too high and I need to change something or whatever it is. I'm curious, again, asking some of the vets, guys, what are some goals that are good to have as a self-gen guy or as a closer? What are some goals that keep you going that are really realistic? And what's a scenario that you had to kind of evaluate yourself and say, I need to change my goals. I need to raise these or lower these and I need to have different goal points. I, when I say points, I mean, like what are your key indicators? Like what are those things that are your goals and what should you be focusing on as a closer? It's kind of a broad question, but anything like that is what I kind of want to get thrown out on the table right now. I'm not sure if the heavy hitters are paying attention. They might have got a phone call or whatever else. I know on these calls, I always, got, I always get phone calls in between them. So, But I remember, Hutch, a scenario while some guys are thinking about goals and how they set them and how they adjust them and what key indicators they need to have is this. I was just like you, whereas my first summer, my goal was to reach $100,000. That was my goal. I thought if I made six figures, I am the man. I am the goat of goats, right? And so I really, going into summer, was kind of hoping for that. And I remember after my first week, no money, second week, no money. And then week three, I made, I think it was like $44,000 or something like that. And so all of a sudden, in my first three weeks, I had reached halfway almost to my final goal. And I had to kind of reevaluate. And what I did was I wrote down at the end of that week, I had a big journal entry. And I wrote down every single thing I did right that week. And I said, now that I've done all these things right, I'm going to keep on doing these things right every week. Because I've already seen it worked once. I've already seen success from it once. And I remember it was from Brandon. Brandon called me and said, Jake, you just closed eight deals self-genning in a week, your third week. Like, you just kind of broke a record. And, I mean, I don't know. It could be wrong, but that might still be the record for self-gens in a week. And he said, you need to write things down that you did well. You need to write down why things were working, or like what your mojo was, or what you did differently this week. And so I did. I wrote them all down. And at the end of that week, I said, now I'm going to start incorporating these things into my life every single week, into my schedule, into my life. I'm not just going to do it once, forget about it, and never do it again. Like Sometimes we have little minor breakthroughs in our own lives that we just don't even register, and we don't pay attention to. So guys, when you are having a good week, the best way to set new goals is to write down everything you did right, 
say what can I realistically do again next week and the week after, the week after, etc., and start using those things. So Hutch, the month of February is a, a good month for you. So I might take some notes down, right, and say, hey, what do yeah. I do in February? What can I do in March? And whatever I did in February, you know once you've done it once, you can do it again. That's, I'm a firm believer of that. So if you did 12 deals in February, 15 deals in February, you should expect to do at least 15 every single month the rest of the summer. That'd be pretty cool, man. That'd be a pretty uh, good paycheck. Not bad. So that's what I that's what I would kind of encourage you to do, Hutch, and like push you from my side is once you've done it, you've broken the mold, and you can do it every single week. You know how. Um, I want to try and get Tom Morrow to – Tom, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. Tom, you are the epitome of – like, I don't know how to even explain it, dude. Like, you are the epitome of you did it the right way. Tom came here. He set. He started self-genning. He started closing. And I remember Tom's goals. I heard him once, and I thought, dude, you need to really adjust your goals. You need to really make those a little bit higher. And so, Tom, I want to hear about that process. Is Have you had those times in your life where you've been like, dude, i got to change my goals? Yeah, um, for sure. I think goal adjustments, something that happens on a, on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis. Um, like you kind of touched on is if you can do something once, that's kind of the, the standard of excellence from there on out. Um, when I initially started this job, my goal, I think was something like, I was like, Hey, if I make more than like $50,000, I'm stoked. Um, and so obviously like came out here and I, set for a long time, set for a month and started self-genning. And, and I think the biggest thing was, um, after making the type of money that we can make out here in a short period of time, it's being able to, I mean, like you said, I'm, I'm just really echoing what you said, Jake, but looking at what you are doing right and building on that. I think, you know, if, if you're doing, 15 accounts a month, your second month closing, like, like Hutch's, I think it's, it's very realistic to, you know, next month, shoot for 20, next month, shoot for 25. You know, it's like, you want to set goals that are going to push you and not be complacent. I think that's one of the biggest killers of reps is complacency. And so evaluating your goals and setting goals in a way that is going to push you moving forward is super important. And so, I do that. I know that's something Kaiden does. And I know Jake, you do that, like setting goals. Like once you accomplish something, don't be complacent with that is not only try to replicate that, but also push yourself to the next level. Hey, Tom, I got a question for you. It's all right. Um, I was curious, you said you set for about a month. Did you find that you're grateful that you did that? You spent the time kind of perfecting that trade. Um, I feel like, I don't know exactly the right time for someone to transition and I don't, I feel like maybe some people would be better off spending a little bit more time really perfecting setting and then the, it'll, it'll pay off in the future. Um, yes. Your thoughts on that. Dude, the whole backbone of this whole entire job is setting. Like anytime someone's not having success, whether it's, you know, a self gen closer or, you know, even a closer that has is taking setters appointments, it all comes down to the top of the funnel of having the right amount of sets. And so um, 
I mean, really what I'm looking at when, when new guys come out here or even, you know, for, for people who want to transition to closing is I, I'm up front and I'm saying, listen, like the transition to closing is a person to person basis. There's not a one size fits all thing. What we're looking for is learning how to set in an efficient way. And that's really what I look for when people are starting to transition to closing is some people, it may take them a month to be efficient in closing. Some people, it takes them a week to be efficient in, in setting. Sorry, I said closing earlier, but if someone's able to go in and day in and day out as a setter, set five to six appointments a day, you know, whether that takes them a week or two weeks or whatever, that's really what I'm looking at. But like, I'm grateful that I spent the time perfecting that craft. Um, and I know a lot of people who have done this job are grateful for the time that you spend setting. And if you can learn how to set really efficiently and really well, that'll just carry you through and, and ha make you successful in whatever. That's huge. Thanks so much for that. Dude, I love that. That was awesome advice from Tom. <clears throat> He's had to reevaluate it. And so guys, I would challenge you guys, if you're self-genning, if you're closing every single week, set a new goal, every month set a new goal and adjust those goals. And even if your annual goal was to close 100 deals this year, but you realize that, man, I did 20 in a month, that means in three months I'll be there, four months or wherever you're at, right? Then you need to adjust your goals. You need to change them. You need to make them bigger, stronger, and chase them. That's really, really valuable there. Hutch, I think that just like Tom said, you're doing an amazing job. Like, dude, you've closed nine deals in 19 days. That's really impressive for a guy that's self chaining and doing a lot on his own and kind of in and out of that especially his first month really closing. So what do you wish you would have done differently last month? Like what are some things you did wrong? Like, dude, do not do these. I did this, do not do this. And then I'll ask that same question to everybody else, kind of some of the vets on here. Guys, what are some things you know you were doing wrong at the beginning that you wish you could have eradicated sooner or that you never would have done them? Um, that's a good question, Jacob. Um, Put you on the spot there. Right? <laughs> Two things. One, from like a, I guess mental standpoint, is I feel like I let the roller, I let the solar coaster affect me far too much in the first month. It is one month of work, and it is just a job. Like, do not let it affect you. Do not let it affect your personal life. Nothing of that. Um, and then two, more from like a kind of a tactical standpoint, um, being very calm and collected and just very comfortable with people and not salesy. So just sitting down with people and talking to them and I would say very talk slow, talk smooth from that standpoint. Like it sounds so dumb, but for me, like that probably changed more than anything was when I'm sitting with people, just being able to talk nice and slow with them and just be a normal person. So um, that helped me a lot. Dude, those are, those are two great tips. I think that everybody takes the first month too seriously. Brandon and I always say, yeah. guys, the first 30 days, I don't care what your numbers are as long as your hours are there. If you are working hard and you're getting hours in, then that's what I care about. The numbers will come later. But the hours and it's the mindset of just being happy and just going through it every day, just getting your feet wet in the motions, that's so critical. So if you guys are new to closing, that's huge advice right there is don't take yourself too seriously. Don't freak out because it didn't work out month one. There's many reps in this company that 
their month one was not great and their month two, three, four, five, and six were amazing. Or there's reps yeah. their month one and two and three all weren't great and their months four, five, six were amazing. I see we have Justin Jones on here. Justin, are you are you on here? Yeah, what's up? Justin Jones, what a prime example of a stud closer that kind of had to fight his way there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Just like you said, month one was not the best. That's for sure. How was month but, two? Uh, month two is a lot better, for sure. I, I don't know my exact numbers, but I think the first month I had like three sets closed total because I just started out setting. Um, and then month two, I might have had like close to 10 closed. And then I started self-genning a little bit. Um, and my story, I mean, you know my story. My story is a little different. Um, but I was consistently hitting one a week in self-gen. And I was like, I don't know. There's more money to be made. I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. Um, and then I just went back to setting. And I went back to setting and I, I like, Four closed my first week, four set closes my first week, like five the next, seven the next, and then six. And I was like, okay, I think I kind of figured it out. And then I went back to closing. Um, but honestly, I haven't had a – well, personally, I've had bad months. But, um, like, numbers-wise, like, I really haven't had a bad month since the first month, which is unreal. But um, I feel like it's definitely a lot of learning. And I feel like something that I do is I always set, um, like, super high goals. Uh, and even if, even if, because, like, we got to remember, <laughs> or for me anyways, like, um, you're going in homes and sometimes, like, it's not supposed to be a sale, of course, but, like, like oh, okay, I feel confident after I knock down a three spot in a day or a two spot in a day. But when I set these goals of 25 a month or one every single day, and I don't get them, I feel like it just kind of humbles me, which I feel like I'm unbelievably grateful for that, more or less, just because this is a hard job. But, like, me, I'm just like, go, go, go. And, like, if I can hit my goals, I can hit my goals. But if not, it's okay. I'll just, like you said, at the end of the month, I'll think about it, see what I can do better. And I don't care if I didn't hit it. I'm still going to do it and try to hit it next month. Like, that's just my thing. Um, but... Really, after month one, everything's been pretty cool, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> pretty peachy since month one, right? So, I mean, Justin, yeah. I love that story because you had your first month, and then all of a sudden, month two, you tried to get into, oh, you had a huge month setting. First month, um, yeah. self-genning, though, wasn't good either, and then all of a sudden, month two, self-genning was good. So you had a kind of a learning curve, yeah. month one for setting, and also month one of closing, right? Absolutely, yeah. So you never yeah, know. That's exactly right. It was like, it took me a while to figure both of them out, but once I figured both of them out, it's been like, I don't want to say, because I can always be more consistent, um, but I feel like it's been pretty close to as consistent as it gets. Um, except for this last week, I took it I took it off because I was sick, but uh, other than that, like, I don't think I've really missed a beat. Even when I came back out, uh I don't, I don't even know the date I came back out, but first week I closed two, and then after that, I've been in four, five, six. So, I mean, Dude. I'm doing my thing. So, so, 
you've been amazing. You're the freaking man. So when you see a guy like Hutch that maybe had a, a rough couple weeks, but then he went, I mean, in the 19 days, he's closed nine deals as a self-gen rookie. You think he'll be okay? Oh, dude, he'll be, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even, yeah, that's insane. And your first month basically closing, like, that's pretty good. I, I don't, I couldn't have done that. I didn't do that. Um, but, like, if you're doing nine deals, like, nine deals in a month for a self-generator, that's a lot of money. Um, so, like, if you can just keep building on that, even if you only get 10 this month, like, next month you'll build on it, next month, like, uh, it seems like everyone in the company is, like, way ahead of how I started. Even the guys in my office are, like, killing it. Shout out to L.A., but um, if Hutch is doing, like, if he's already done nine, and it's, well, I don't even know the date, almost the 20th or something, mm -hmm. then he's doing something right, like, obviously he's doing something right so congratulations man like just keep grinding because i'm a i'm a the one thing i'm a believer in is hard work like if you figure it out even if you don't figure it out if you work hard like you said like i don't care you know what size what shape if you work hard there's always a spot for you and i think like if you really want to be good uh, then like you can i heard something the other day a quote and i i want to say it's on the Joe Rogan experience or something, but it kind of resonated with me for last year. And I think like a lot of new closers that hear this, it's not just for closing, of course, it's for life as well. But it was every man has two wives, or, or excuse me, two lives. Sorry if we have women on here, every woman, of course. Um, every man has two lives. And the second one begins when they realize that they only have one life. And like, that was, I don't know why. At first it didn't make sense. I was like, what does this mean? But then I kind of thought back. as like, when you figure out that, like, you really only have one life and, like, it's either work hard and grind and do all this or, like, for us, we've been put in an unbelievable situation uh, and opportunity. So it's just like, hey, this is my only life. Like, i got to go hard for it. And if you go hard, it's going to pay off. That's just kind of how I see it. I love it. Justin, freaking love you, dude. Thanks for your input you, and your Appreciate advice. It. It's been amazing to watch you grow too. And Hutch, just like just like Justin said, I think you're doing amazing. You're gonna be fine, and really be one of those guys. I think you're you are um, you're kind of in the what's that really fruity term like the cocoon before you become the butterfly, right? Like I think you're kind of in that stage of you are really starting to figure it out, and you're about to be that guy on Bug's life that turns into a beautiful butterfly, dude. Really quick. Before we wrap up the oh, meeting, yeah. <laughs> Hutch, before we wrap up the meeting and let everybody get back to closing and doing their thing, this call has been a very educational type call, I hope you guys feel like, right? Like I want to highlight Hutch and his success of closing nine deals in 19 days as a self-gen rookie guy, but at the same time, I want us all to learn and all to learn from each other and have, hopefully Hutch, do you feel like you've got some good input from this call that you're going to start changing? Absolutely. I think from Kaidens and Tom's and I just, you guys, I look up to you guys and Jake, I mean, you talking about what you're doing. Like I'm new to the sales stuff. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to excel and, you know, make the best of it and hearing from you guys, it's working. It's, you know, collaboration is key, right? So, you know, hearing from everyone else's success, it helps me add to my, you know, to my tool belt as Rob likes to say, and, uh, you know, get it done. Yeah. For sure. So in closing, guys, real quick, since it's been both those things, 
if you're a setter on this call, or sorry, not setter, if you're a closer on this call, a self-gener or a closer, I don't care what you're doing, and you have a question right now that you feel like you would like to see if one of these guys has an answer for you, it's very rare to get this many studs on the call at the same time, all ears. So if you have a question, I want you to ask it either to Hutch or to somebody else. And if you have anything, if you're one of the vets that I've mentioned so far and I haven't chosen you so far to talk and you want to say something, throw it in there. Yeah, go for it, Carlo. Um, so I was just wondering uh, when you guys transferred from setting to uh, self-genning, um, did you guys change your pitch at all when, when trying to set those appointments? And if so, like, what, what did you change? Um, yeah, that's it. That's a great question. I'll let Hutch answer that one first because he's the freshest, and then I'll go and we'll see who else has an answer. Yeah, I feel like my pitch changed. I'm a lot more personal with people, I feel like, because I'm going to see them again. So I try and get through, you know, even some of the deck with them, just chatting with them about it, because I want the meeting to go well for later. Um, so I think, yeah, I'm, I'm maybe a little bit more informational towards the end of the pitch if I'm self-jamming, because, like, if they super hate solar, I, I have no reason going back there. So... Um, I think I'm a little bit talk a little bit more about what it's really about. So you go a little bit deeper, you think, than you did before. Now, now that you're the one going back to face the bowl, you feel like you want to be a little more prepared. Yeah, which you should be as a setter too, but you don't. I mean, you just don't recognize it as much when you're not the one going back, right? You just want to get that bill sent in to the, the group chat and you know get those numbers up, and sometimes you forget like the real point of it, right? Totally, totally. Any other answers to Carlo's question? Carlo, I would say my answer is the exact same as Hutch's. I remember when I, I mean, for me it was kind of from the beginning I started self-genning, but I remember my first week I set a bunch of appointments that when I went back to them, they just weren't good appointments. And you kind of learn when you're the closer that there's no point in wasting your time because your time is so much more precious now. You have to think of every hour of your life worth two to three to four thousand dollars, right? And so, if you're going to spend an hour in someone's home, or if you're going to try and spend an hour pulling someone's bill that just doesn't want to give you their bill, or whatever it is, it's it's kind of one of those things you're going to pass on a lot more bills than you would have previously to make sure that who you are talking to is qualified. I think. Guys, any other questions from from new guys that are? trying to get into self-genning or any other closers in general, any questions we want to throw out to the group real fast to try and get a good answer on before we wrap up? Yeah, really quick, I was wondering with um, self-genning, for example, if you're trying to set those five appointments on Monday, how far do you typically schedule it out? Because I know we try to only do like same day or next day, but is it okay to schedule it out if you're trying to schedule for evenings when it's not knocking hours because it gets dark. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. That's actually a great question. Um, what I would say to answer that, because I know this one's kind of a newer thing for Hutch. He's heard about this. But what I would say is you want to fill up your schedule first from late to early. So remember this. When you're setting appointments for yourself as a self-gen guy, you want to first go as late as you can. So if it's a couple, I would say something like, hey, if I came by at 9 p.m., is that okay? And it's a little bit late. And they said, yes, I'm going to schedule it at 9. 
The next bill I pull, I'm gonna schedule at 8 p.m. if that's possible. If not, I'm gonna like go at early to late then, like 10 a.m., right? So I'm gonna try and keep those prime knocking hours free always, but if you're pulling five bills your first day, that you should be able to maybe set one or two for that evening, and then three for the next day, either two in the evening, one in the morning, while still keeping your prime knocking hours open. Does that make sense, Ruben? Yeah, for sure, thanks. I mean, I don't know if anyone else has a different answer to that, but that's I would 100%, if I'm out there on, on a Monday morning at 9 a.m. and I'm going for that five spot at least, I'm gonna try and do some same days, like at 8 or 9 p.m., 7 p.m., as well as the next day evening, stuff like that. Good question. All right, guys, well, I think we're gonna wrap up. We've been about an hour, unless anybody is dying to ask one more thing. I have, I have one thing, sorry. Tom, I know perfect. It's taking a lot, but I just wanna ask, um, just throw it out there, Hutch, how, how much time outside of working hours have you put in to studying solar and, and sharpening your ax? Like, because I think a lot of times there's a misconception that closing is like this easy thing and, and you can just kind of go get the reps in on the doors and, and start going to appointments. But I think one of the big things that at least I did is I spent a lot of time on my own learning and, and asking questions to my managers and stuff like that when I first started. What does that look like for you? How much time or have you put in outside of working hours? one-on-ones with managers on your own researching etc yeah man that that's like the key to it solar is not hard i feel like it's just there's a lot of little things and i don't know all of them yet and that's probably why mana and kind of these guys close so much is because they literally they just have the answers to the questions um i've been on calls with like stephanie from empower and bonnie from pace and i talk i i bug chandler like nobody's business so um definitely I have a lot of questions. I don't like not knowing something just from like my personality through school. Like I don't like not having an answer to something. So I feel like I spent a lot of time with very specific questions, um, trying to figure out what the answer is. Cause if you don't understand it well enough to explain it, like you shouldn't even try to explain it. Right. Um, I would say, yeah, a couple hours every single day, at least, or just, just trying to answer questions and figure out specifics with solar. That's good. Cool. <clears throat> and the reason I think Tom's asking that to highlight and let you guys know that that's what it's going to take. If you want to be a good closer or a good self-generator, you've got to put in the hours. You've got to put in the time to really learn and sharpen your axe. I remember Tom, he used to tell me that, he, I, I think Tom called me every single day for like a year straight. And I, I was always on the phone with Tom. And he really put the effort in and I'd always think about it and say, I love the guys that are calling me because those are the guys that are hungry. And so call your manager, call your regional. They're the ones that know. They've done it before. And you guys will be okay. So, guys, thanks so much for jumping on the call today. Hutch, seriously, you've done a great job. You've been super impressive. And I think you have a really, really bright future here and a really big year ahead of you. Thanks, Jacob. All right. See you guys later. Have a good one. We'll talk to you guys next week. For once in a lifetime. You need to never stop improving. The constant focus on individual growth. How will you be financially free? Welcome to the Empower Podcast.